truth universally acknowledged. I myself have noticed my growing resemblance to a daffodil. that is gold does not glitter. Not all. Though I had reason enough in the last if you want to rebel, rebel exist, from inside the system. But because they tell us that dragons I'm your host Vicky from Miss Vicky's Bookcase. Let's begin our story together. Hello. What a week it has been this week. I was so excited at the beginning of the week and then it kind of deflated like an overripe balloon. Can you have overripe balloons? Well, anyway. One of my most hotly anticipated books was due out this week and I was so excited about this i woke up on the tuesday because that's when it was due and i felt like it was christmas because it was gonna come that day and i was gonna spend the evening reading cuddled up to my husband okay you didn't need to know that bit but still i looked at my phone waiting for the dispatch or rather to look at the dispatch note and there was no note so i checked my account and i was like oh it's gonna be there yeah it says dispatched you today I'm like yes it's still coming I then most disappointedly got an email about half past 10 in the morning going no this has been unexpectedly delayed I was devastated I was gutted I had a miserable day my husband bless him he offered do you want to go see if you can find it somewhere else which I did do and now I'm currently waiting for it to come I've ordered and it's been promised in two days time so next week we're going to have the review of The Return of the King by Megan Whalen Turner. So instead of having that book review today, I thought we'd do a little bit of a mini series. It should be a little bit of fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of not taking it seriously and we're going to kind of do like a versus series. So today we're going to kick off with ebooks versus physical books. It is a very hotly debated topic and I, I'll... I'll tell you at the very end where I sit on this particular fence or rather whether I sit on the fence so to speak because people are very passionate about physical books and ebooks having worked in the library for a long time I get quite a few people saying to me when I say to them oh do you know about all the stuff we do online as well they go oh no love don't want that I love the physical book and I'm like okay but you're kind of missing out and they're like oh no love it's fine bless them let's get on so I'm going to start with the physical pros of ebooks this is how it's going to run so I'm going to do the pros for both ebooks and physical books and then we'll do the cons of ebooks and physical books and hopefully I can keep them all separated but it kind of gets a little bit difficult because I kind of want to answer my own thing You'll see what I mean in a minute. So we'll start with the physical pros of reading a, well, physical book. And the thing is, and this is where I'm in total agreement with those who say to me, oh, I only really read physical books. And that's the experience of a physical book. Now, my fellow bibliophiles will know exactly what I mean. It's something about the smell of the book. I mean, there's that new book smell if you kind of flick through and it kind of wafts in your nose and you're like, oh, it's amazing. You also have that kind of old book, musty book smell and weirdly, yes, I do appreciate that too. In fact, side note, it was very funny during this last week, I watched a YouTuber called Chloe Rowe and she's a, an artist and she was painting one of her uh, one of her old books and she kept talking about the real nasty smell. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I bet it has that lovely, nice, musty book smell. I was like, is there something wrong with me if you keep saying it's nasty? And I think it's amazing. But it is part of it. It's the smell. It's the whole 
experience of holding the book and enjoying it, flicking through. It's just such a different experience compared to, say, the ebook, which we'll get to at some point. And it's just one of those things. I mean, it just has so many senses to it. And I think this is where physical books really come into their own because you have so many senses involved when you're reading a book. Not only the smell, but the touch. The eyes are enjoying, especially if there are pictures. And yes, I absolutely adore having pictures in books because you can get a glimpse into what the author's mind is thinking. I especially like it when the author has drawn their own little pictures. I'm thinking of, I can never say a name, right? Jessica Cole with How to Train Your Dragon. I do believe she's drawn those. And you know what? That is so charming. And it's all about the experience when it comes to the physical book, which I'm very grateful for. I mean, the other thing is, of course, kind of it kind of is part of the experience but it's also another pro is the fact that you can have beautiful book covers and you can appreciate the beauty of the covers way more in physical physicalness in person whatever you want to call it and even better you can display it and have your own little pretty book display i.e. look at all the booktubers and the instagram posts and you'll see what i mean where there's beautiful book covers and you kind of feel really envious when you see those bookcases and you think, oh, I want that. But it is so satisfying. And that kind of leads on to, of course, the next point is that it is very satisfying when you look at your bookshelf. You can look at the books and it's something about it where you're like, oh, I like that book. And you just look at it and it's pure pleasure. In fact, I was sitting eating the other day and I just looked at the bookshelf and I was like, oh, that's a really good book. Oh, yeah, I enjoyed that. That's great. And it kind of led me down a bit of memory lane. And I love the fact that some books really do have an emotional involvement. And when you see that physically and you are, it's in front of you physically, it triggers your memory much better than if you're seeing it as an ebook. Because would you really be scrolling through your ebooks regularly just to reminisce? <laughs> no, not really. And of course, you're not going to stare at your books to regularly reminisce either. But the fact that it's there... It just makes it so much easier if that makes sense. One of the greatest things about physical books is that you can buy them secondhand and they can be really cheap, especially with books that have been published however many years ago and quite a few of them aren't in print anymore. Now, this is kind of one of the biggest upsides where if you can get hold of a rare copy, you could quids in, so to speak, because quite often... A lot of the older stuff hasn't been put into ebooks already. I mean, the Gutenberg Project online is a fantastic resource and they're doing really well putting the older out of print books onto an ebook format, but that is still small compared to the physical book you can actually get. And of course, if it's out of print and it's not as an ebook, then having a physical copy of it is the best or even only way to go. I mean, think about it as well, with hundreds of hundreds of years worth of books that have been published, there are some really old folio editions that are beautifully illustrated and there's just some, again, enjoyment in them. It gives you, in this case, the, one of the senses of the eyes. It's just so beautiful, some of the things. I think I'd miss that if I had to only look at e-books only online or on my phone or tablet and I'm thinking particularly of all the medieval manuscripts which are so beautifully illustrated and so many hours put into them 
they are really worth having a look at if you want to see what I mean. And that kind of leads me on to kind of like my next point really because there are things that you can do with a physical book that you cannot do with an ebook. So for instance, I'm talking about things that have like pop-ups. I don't know if people have seen it. There was a massive pop-up thing going on several years ago. Oh, actually it must be about 10 years ago now where these amazing, really intricate pop-up books were coming out. I managed to see a Star Wars one, which, I mean, it's not like I'm not a fan of Star Wars. I quite enjoy it, but it was amazing. The complexity of these pop-ups, I mean, it was a Death Star and it was like almost like a cut-through and you just cannot do that with an ebook. I mean, ebooks have their own pros when it comes to that kind of thing, but having the physical experience of that, and again, it's all about the physical experience in some respects and the skill that went into creating these pop-ups was simply amazing and you, as I said you can't get that as an ebook and that again this also goes with sometimes with the pictures you can't get that texture that you see quite often in some of the illustrations that are used especially with the picture books I'm thinking very much the picture books in this particular case as well because for a young child having that experience of turning the page and seeing those pictures especially as more often than not picture books or books that have quite a few illustrations in them are not the tiny things they are quite large and you get a much better experience again with those pictures because they're not going to be small like seeing on your phone or on a tablet unless you've got an absolutely massive tablet you're just not going to have the same enjoyment seeing those pictures. You can zoom in and have a look at the pictures closely, which is great, but it's not that exciting. And I just feel like it kind of falls down there if we're on the ebook side of that. But in the physical sense, it really does work. And this especially goes to me as well is cookbooks. The cookbooks are the thing for me that also are associated with it works so well in a physical format because cookbooks are very much a browsing type thing and you can't you, you are inclined to make something i know it sounds really weird but you are more inclined to make something if you can see those pictures without having to zoom in zoom out and you have it all in one standard size the last thing to relate with the cookbooks is the fact that you can have again full size or more than full size which i think you sometimes need and that also goes again with looking at art books and pictures it's difficult because you can I think there are some places now where they've taken such detailed pictures of certain pictures or portraits in the world that you can zoom in so closely that you can see the paint strokes which again is amazing but it just doesn't quite work that way as an ebook compared to a physical book See, I told you everything's going to get messy with trying to do the pros and cons. So that's kind of some of the physical pros uh, that you have with a physical book. So moving on a little bit to the ebook pros. And again, we'll see how we go with this. Now, for me, the biggest pro for an ebook and uh, or even an ebook reader is I can take thousands upon thousands of books with me when I travel. Now, this is probably more like a bookworm uh, problem but let me just say when I went to Turkey when I was at university it was a last minute thing to celebrate we finished and I had put seven books in my bookcase and I had barely anything else in that suitcase because those books took up so much weight and 
I I knew I'd read all seven and it was very true. I did read all seven because I wasn't going very far from the hotel. I was spending most of it at the hotel reading and I didn't take enough. And it sounds crazy, but I genuinely didn't take enough. I really wish I had more. Whereas in the ebook, I went on holiday before COVID hit this year and I had my Kobo e-reader, which is waterproof. So yay, I could take it in the hot tub and I definitely needed it because it was very hot. And I had so much choice. I'm so glad I had that because I could switch books in and out and I was especially in the mood reading type. So that gave me so many options. And that is the biggest thing about the ebook. It's not about the experience with the ebook. It's more about what you can get from it and how many you can take with you. So the, the other really good thing about um, the e-reader or ebooks is you can read them on any smart device or e-reader. So if you're reading on the phone while you're waiting in line, you can switch when you get home to an e-reader or a tablet or whatever device you have and you can have it even in the dark. Okay, yes, I know you can buy one of those little book lights that you can read in the dark with, but I do know that that can be disturbing if you're trying to read it and someone else is trying to sleep. And I am finding that having a, a backlit e-reader or just reading with a tablet, it's actually less light because you can dim the light way easier than just having a book light. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. But as you can see, you can read in the dark and sometimes if you can't sleep and you kind of don't want to get out of bed because it's coming towards winter and let's be honest do you really want to get out of bed if it's cold and it's nice and snuggly in that bed no i don't think you do <laughs> so i really do love that aspect of being able to read in the dark especially if the book is so exciting that you can't sleep and you really need to know the end yeah i have done that where i'm reading in the middle of the night and I've read to like four o'clock in the morning because I need to know what the end is. It's really hard to put the book down. <laughs> so moving on. And this is one that you may not have thought about before. And I certainly have in the last five years ago become more and more aware of. And that is the indie book scene, so to speak. And so many people who are producing their own books independent of publishers only produce them as an ebook. There are so many ebooks that I have enjoyed that I wouldn't have been able to get hold of if I was trying to get it in the physical book. Or worse, the physical book is so expensive that I'm like, I can't justify buying this book because you're just at my price range, like £20 out of the price range. I try and spend as little as possible on books because I am a cheapskate and I like to have a bit of a bargain. So we're moving on from the indie published books and by the way, if you do want to know about more indie published books, there is uh, an author, which I will hopefully remember to link in the show notes below, where he does a like independently published every other month or so, where he talks about some of the best indie books that have been published. They are mostly fantasy or, or sci-fi. I don't think there's any contemporary ones, but well worth having a look at or subscribing to that specific email list because I've seen some really good ones come out of that. Anyway, moving on. So with another ebook pro is the fact that you can make the font and the size of the text bigger and easier to read. Now, this is a really great one for those who are partially blind or have to have a large print book. You can't really get hold of large print books in the normal world. You do have to mostly go to a library. At least that's the situation in England because 
printing large print books is expensive and there's not very much call for it. I mean, of course, there's so many people who struggle to see. So there is a call for it, but publishers don't see it that way. They kind of see it more of you kind of need a profit and you kind of don't get much profit from it. Whereas this gives uh, a lot of people who have struggles with eyesight or have dyslexia or any other disability where reading can be a struggle and this makes it so much easier and it's great because it opens a whole world to you because large print books again sometimes it takes a while for brand new published novels to actually make it into a large print and it can be very frustrating when you're seeing everybody reading this amazing book and your stock not being able to read it well now that's solved with the fact that ebooks can have different font sizes and you can also and this is something i really love you can change the color of the background which makes it again really easy to read i do have all of my um ebook apps set to black background white writing because i find that so much easier to read now on the flip side of that i do know there are so many people who struggle to actually read on an e-reader or a tablet simply because it puts them to sleep Sounds really weird, but I have heard several people say to me, I can't read them because they put me to sleep or I struggle to read them, concentrate. So there is like a, a flip side to it and that kind of is a pro and con at the same time. I think it's more of a pro than any kind of con. Now on the last point of my ebook pros, and that is they don't take up as much physical room as books on the shelf. I have probably way more ebooks now than I do physical books. And if you live in a very small place or a small apartment or you're in a one room, you don't have that much space to put the books physically. And it can be a real struggle if you absolutely adore reading and you go through books like water. So again, ebooks are a real pro when it comes to space saving. And of course, you can easily enjoy a whole raft of books compared to just being restricted to only the amount you can get into your house. So that is kind of like the pros to uh, both the physical and the ebooks. And we're going to move on to the cons. Hopefully, I haven't mentioned all the cons already with the pros. We're going on to the physical cons. This is the number one, the biggest problem is they take up a lot of room. Now, many years ago, when I was first getting married, I, I did live with my parents. It sounds sad, but I loved living with my parents. It was great. And I had a lot of books. When I say a lot of books, I mean easily two to three thousand books easily. And I had them all boxed up in my bedroom. It was really frustrating because I had the tiniest bedroom in the house because mum and dad were like, you're going to move out faster than your sister. Thanks, mum and dad. And so I had everything all packed up in boxes and then I was getting married and we found a tiny, tiny flat and I realised I couldn't actually physically fit them into the flat. Literally couldn't physically fit them. Well, I could have left them boxed, but that what was the point in that? It just wasn't doing anything. So I made the decision to get rid of more than half of my books and I tell you what, I'm really regretting some of those books being gone. Genuinely regretting it now. But at the time I had no choice and I could replace them now, but it feels kind of like a waste of money. Sounds really bad. I wish I had ebooks when I was younger when I accumulated all those books because then I could have bought them rather as an ebook rather than a physical book. 
and I could have kept with the policy which we have now in our household where we only buy one in one out. Well, there's two kind of policies. First of all, we have the one in one out policy. We also have the uh, policy where if we've enjoyed it enough, if we've borrowed it from the library and we want to get a copy and we feel like it's better to have it as a physical, physical copy, so i.e. favourite author, then we'll buy the physical copy of it and we'll have space somewhere in our library to do that. And I had to build extra space into my current library. It does stand just under a thousand books and I feel like that still isn't enough, but that's my problem. I do not have the room to be able to have that ability to add physical books, but it is the problem of space. And this is where eBooks, as I said before, have come into their own. I can have thousands of books on my Kindle, Kobo, whatever it is, and enjoy them. One of the other biggest cons, of course, is no, seriously, they take up a lot of room. And from this aspect, of course, it's the traveling problems. So you can't, unless you're physically taking books and no clothes, you're going to be butt naked on your holiday, or you're going to like a desert island and you don't need clothes, like you just need a swimming costume or bikini, whatever, and a towel. Yeah, you can probably fill it your suitcase full of books. But do you really want to lug that heavy suitcase of books when you can just take an e-reader? I know. You kind of... I mean, having said that, if you're only someone who you know you're going to read just one book while you're away and just taking the one physical book, it doesn't really matter. But when every piece of luggage counts and every weight counts against you, you kind of really don't want to take that uh, chance or that book with you, especially if you put it in your hold luggage. Of course, this leads on to, the, of course, the actual point was they are heavy. Of course, weight is a big problem. And again, if you have thousands of books and you live in a small place and you live kind of like on the floor up, you're going to make the floor bow at some point. But I suppose that's a pleasant, happy problem. The other thing is with the physical book, of course, is you do have limited choice when you're out and about, especially if you're very near the end of the book and you don't really want to carry two with you and you finish the book and then you've got hours to wait at the doctor's, the dentist or the hospital delays happen and you're stuck with doing nothing and this again where the ebook really comes into the o its own again in the fact that you can just go on to the next book and my last physical con i think i've covered most things already and i mean i kind of count this as a con but also almost as a pro but i did put it in the cons because money but there are too many options when it comes to physical books. I mean, do I get the special version or the leather bound version or the special special edition or the exclusive? Or wait, what about the folio edition? And let me just say that there are some folio editions that are coming out that I'm like, they are absolutely gorgeous. I would love to have them on the shelf. But one, they cost way more money. And two, I don't have enough space to have 10 versions of was I saw recently? I think it was the Assassin's Apprentice series by Robin Hobb. I don't have the money to be able to do to have like three or four different versions because I love the pretty covers. And really, it's the inside that for me personally, it's the inside that really counts as in not, you know, is it a pretty font? It's the story itself that really counts. I really like having a book that's pleasing to the eye, but really it's the story that I'm most interested in. And that's where kind of, this is where it's a more of a con rather than a pro because it just, do you honestly need a lot of different versions if it's the story inside that really captures your attention? 
I'll leave you to have a think about that one because I struggle really to <laughs> decide whether I'm more I'm more of a that no I don't need that than I am a I do need that even if I saw really pretty covers it's a struggle anyway so that's most of the physical cons and now we're going to have more ebook cons or rather we should i just said more ebook cons it makes it sound like i'm heavily weighted towards the problems of ebooks but i meant as in like let's have more cons not more ebook cons so the first one that i thought of when i thought about some of the cons is once it's been bought it's really hard to send it back especially if you don't like it and there have been times where I've started reading the book, I've gotten about three pages in, but I'm so disgusted by what I've read or so horrified that I can't stomach it and I want to return it. And there have been times where I have done that. I mean, there are returns policies, but I feel really bad about it because I know there are some people that will buy the book, read it and return it as a returns policy, almost like a library. But I I just like, don't like the thought of that. I only do it if I'm genuinely not happy with the book and that's very rare also it doesn't help when you do buy it and like five months down the road you try and read it and then you realize no you don't like it and you can't do anything about it and it sits there in your reader and you're like I can't delete it because even though you can delete it off your device it's going to be in the cloud forevermore and it's there and it's really really annoying when that does happen I think there are a couple of books that are now sitting there that I'm like oh, if only I could get rid of you forever I suppose you could create a little shelf going books I did not like and have them there and try and do it in a way that you don't see them I haven't quite worked that one out yet so anyway <laughs> sorry long distraction for one of the other things I really struggle with especially with ebooks it's harder to browse your library and I it's really difficult because well for me personally I always go for the cheapest I can possibly find because I'm a cheapskate and money is quite tight and I use several different apps and places so it makes it really difficult to remember what you've actually got so you've got like Google Apple Books Kindle Kobo all that kind of jazz and it does make it more difficult you can of course uh, download specific apps to cope with this or create your own little catalog and I do use the free program called Calibra to do that but then you've got to try and remember to keep that updated and remember what you're doing with that and I am so absent-minded I forget about it I forget that I have an app that I can look at or even Calibra that I can look at and so I'll totally forget and I might try and buy something or I'll see it somewhere and I go to buy it and I'll be like, oh, actually, no, it tells me in the ribbon I've already bought it. So that is the hardest part about it. And also sometimes, I don't know about you, but it's just it just feels so, so different. I really dislike it. I haven't come up with a better idea yet of browsing my ebooks. This is the other problem, of course, is I've mentioned this earlier, but genuinely, I really struggle with things like cookbooks cookbooks are a bane for me when it comes to e-readers I just don't know what it is I've got at least three or four and the really good ones I forget I have them and then I just google recipes and then and then I could have just looked in the book and it was there I actually have done that recently it is so annoying and I wish there was a better way of being able to utilize the ebooks with cookbooks or maybe I just need to get a better memory and remember that I've got cookbooks I'm sure I can think of something. Now, the last thing, again, 
I wanted to mention and that is it's all to do with the money and that is ebooks can be just as expensive or more expensive than physical books and I really hate it sometimes of course all the companies tell us that you have to pay 20% VAT on the ebook you buy because unlike the physical book where you don't pay VAT on it at least in this country should say the UK the publishing companies do put the VAT on and that's why you always see them as quite expensive like for instance I bought the Stephanie Mayer book at Midnight Sun and that was still 10.99 and I think when I went into Tesco's only the other day it wasn't even that and I was like that's really annoying I don't physically want the book because I already have an ebook copy but I was like why also I think sometimes the publishing companies overprice it but I also want it fair for the authors so I'm kind of like uh, I can't decide I don't want to spend that much money but I also think it's I want to have fair pay for authors but that's a different story so uh, and that's the thing I mean with ebooks you can't really buy them second hand can you I mean can you no you can't really because especially if you buy on kindle or kobo because it goes directly to your account and you can't sell it on to another account maybe they're missing a trick there and the other thing is and this is where it's two minds for me you do have a f way fewer places to buy ebooks from compared to just ordinary print books as i said earlier i had to reorder my return of the thief book and that is on only available as a physical copy i did try as an ebook but there were so many companies where I could buy it from and I actually found a new company uh, which is great that I can buy from and for me it's great because it's British and I can support my local British bookstore which is great and something I've been wanting to do for ages. I've just not been able to afford physical bookstore prices in when buying new. For me ebooks come down to money. I especially like it just as a slight pro compared to a con where because I've got for authors specifically I follow and also I subscribe to I think it's bookbub where they send through deals I can quite often find deals for authors that I want to buy with and it does go on sale and cheaper which sounds really mean <laughs> but it's a choice between buying several books and supporting them all a little bit or buying one book and only supporting one because that's how expensive it is for me at least in my mind, that's how expensive it is. It wasn't until I got to almost the very end of this podcast that I missed one vital pro and con with the physical books and the ebooks, and that is electricity. Now, it sounds a really weird thing, but this is a definite con for ebooks, but a definite pro for physical books. And that is, if you don't have any electricity or you power, have a power cut or anything like that, or your battery runs out, then you can't carry on reading your ebook. And that's the biggest downside, unless of course you've got one of those e-readers that last a million years, but even then they'll still run out of juice. Whereas a physical book, unless it's dark and you don't have any candles, you can still carry on reading. And that's one of the big pros again of having a physical book. Sorry, I totally forgot to do uh, that, so this is my little insert. For me personally, having looked at all the pros and cons of having physical versus ebook, I am actually one of those fence sitters because I like having my foot in both of the worlds. I love the fact that from a physical book side, I can have the whole experience and have all my senses uh, fulfilled. That sounds weird. I have a whole book experience and the 
with the visual aspect and all the different extra things that you can do like the pop-ups and the fact that some types of books don't translate well into being an ebook and for me that I love that aspect of it and I will carry on buying books with that kind of aspect and thought in mind and for me I now am very specific about what I buy physically there are some exceptions to the rule where I know it won't translate well into being an ebook and that is mostly two things where if it's a favorite author I will always buy a physical book because in general I like having both physical and e-copies and also for specific events so I do participate in something called the Jola Book of Flood, which you'll hear me talk about in a later podcast as a Christmas tradition. It's basically book gift giving and it's one of my favourite things to do at Christmas. So those are kind of the more exceptions to why I buy the physical book. On the other side, I tend to buy, unless it's one of the physical exceptions, I will generally have a rule of I will buy ebooks compared to physical books, most because I don't have that much space to store books and I enjoy having all my library at the tip of my fingers. So that's where I kind of distinguish between the two where I will have physical for specific circumstances now and have ebooks for the main run of the mill type thing unless it's something special. So which side of the debate do you fall on? Are you passionate about only physical books and you think actually reading should only be with the physical book? Or are you on the ebook side where you like why buy physical books when you can have your whole library like myself at the tip of the fingers and I don't have to worry about anything? I hope you've enjoyed my little verses podcast and that it gives you some food for thought about the differences between physical and ebooks and whether you have kind of similar conclusions to myself or or whether you are more hotly passionate and that you don't have the same disappointments as <laughs> as I have had this week. Bye. Our story together has come to a close. Join me next time for a new adventure. Ankh Morpork. Pearl of cities. People really are this like houses not with vast rooms and tiny Libraries rooms. were full of ideas, perhaps the most dangerous and powerful. She delighted in the smell of the ink, the rough feel of the paper. Had commented once that Neil had a gift for making someone by children is not a good children's story. Very weak-minded, refused to be influenced by literature and poetry.